It's me, good looking Lee. This is the Thank Me Later podcast. Um, yo, I'm back. Season one is rap. Season two is here. I'm back, and I'm excited to be here. Uh, I got a guest in the stool with me today. Uh, introduce yourself. What's going on, bro? Um, my name is Jassard Walters, but I mean everybody out there on the streets that know me, they call me Prezi. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. I got that. <laughs> Course. Yeah, tell the people what it is, what you do. Well, I mean, uh, I do a few things, but um, you can typically find me out there putting out some dope clothes, creating some dope content with Prezi USA. That's the brand. If you mm. go to PreziUSA.com, you would see the clothes that we've already Spell introduced. Spell that for the people, because I spelled it wrong the first time. It's okay. It's all good. Um, Prezi is actually uh, short for presidential, so Prezi, mm. P-R-E-S-I, and then USA, USA.com, PreziUSA.com. Um, and when you go to the website, what you would see is basically uh, a lot of things. But the main thing you're going to see out there is y- yourself. You know, you're going to see basically depictions of urban Americana. Mm-hmm. And you know, as this interview goes on, we'll get into that a little more. But the short end of it is, is you know, depictions of young, ambitious, fly people out there pursuing success. You know, and um, we make clothes for people who are about that lifestyle. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. Um, uh, so just a little bit of backstory for my listeners. Y'all know I don't just bring anybody up here. Um, I was supporting my sponsors, Fifth Element Gems. Big ups to them. Shout out to Fifth Elements. Uh, it was a uh, what event was that? It was it was a Beard Fest. The Beard Fest. Bearded Dapper Gents. Yes. So the Bearded Dapper Gents had an event and uh. Um, Brittany from Fifth Elements, she's hurt, you know what I'm saying? She's on the road to recovery and, you know, be my presence with you, you know what I'm saying? Hit that FaceTime whenever you want to crack these jokes because, you know, you was out here looking crazy. <laughs> um, but I was supporting Mitch. I went to help out and I saw this jacket across the room and I'm like, yo, it's fire. <laughs> so I went over there and what struck me about you, that what made me invite you to the show, you was like, yo, you can come around, you can touch the clothes. I'm like, all right, cool. And then he was like, you know, how you doing? Uh, my name is Prezi. Uh, w- w- anything specific you're looking for? And I'm just like, I used to work in retail. So you was hitting all the points they tell you to hit, but it wasn't like you was trying to sell me. Mm. It was a genuine experience. And I was right. like, okay. And I, I believe in protecting everybody black every year. So I was like, okay. He probably just doing this because he wanted me to buy it. <laughs> Whatever. And then... We kept talking in the conversation further, and it was like, you know, I got this going on, and I'm about to do these underwear, and mm-hmm, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, I like that. I like when black people, they come with it, and it ain't just because they want to see your dollar. Word. So I was like, you know what, I got to get him on the show. And it's so crazy, because I was like, what, a week or two ago, and well, we you, made it happen. Yeah, well, we, we made it happen because we decided that we wanted to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of what we have to do is just, just decide that we want to do something and just do it it's really that right. simple right. um i i wanted to come up here and do this show while it was still fresh on both of our minds so i was able i'm glad i was able to make it happen where you know our schedules um lined up but no nah, i mean when i when you came by the booth and we were talking that was less about me trying to sell you an item and more about me just trying to let you know that we're genuine we're real so whenever you want to come around to trying us out we're here you know what I mean? So whether you bought something that day or a week later or a month later or a year later, it didn't really matter to me. The idea was for me to give you enough information 
so that you would be able to make an informed decision. And whether that was about the clothing, like the jacket that you're referring to, is um, for those of for those of y'all at home that aren't aware, we basically uh, re-engineered, we found this vintage World War II military anorak. It's like a naval anorak from the late 1930s, early 1940s. We, we uh, found it at a thrift store like five years ago. And we're like, yo, this jacket is so fly. We need to figure out how to make this for people now. You know what I mean? This is a dope looking jacket. Um, we re-engineered it with a more millennial fit. We made changes to the fabric um, and, and of course to the fit. And the main thing is, is it wasn't about just making the jacket. We wanted to make something that wasn't done before. So literally what we did was we, it took us five years to find a manufacturer that understood our vision, which is we want to make very, 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 uh, a very, very highly customized item in very small quantities. So we only produce like 20 to 30 of these jackets. I mean, that's across the board with all sizes. So maybe like three or four smalls, maybe like 10 mediums, 10 large. You do the numbers that's and then fire. subtract that from 30. That's what it ends up being, See, you know? The thing I got me one, man. Yeah, but I mean, the idea is we do multiple styles. We do tons of colorways, tons of patterns, different variations. But the idea is what you see is what's out there. So once it's gone, it's gone. So That's it's one of those and, and people need that. They need that fire under their ass. Mm-hmm. I'm so one of those give people. Give them an incentive yeah. to yeah. make a decision. And I but, like exclusive stuff. Well, listen, everyone likes exclusive stuff. The way that we shop nowadays, the way that we are, it's not like how it was 20, 20 years ago where it was like people were comf- or comfortable, you know, buying stuff at the mall or, or buying stuff that they knew people when you see it like oh i know you got that from i know what brand it's like no like people want something that they feel you know speaks to them as an individual Facts. and at the same time makes them a part of the group or part of the collective so i feel like what we've been able to offer with this vintage military anorak is a, a product that will allow us to offer people that kind of feeling of exclusivity but yet connection that's fire. So how, how did you end up getting in, into the, the clothing industry at all? Oh, wow. Um, well, you know, the shortest way I can, the shortest story is, you know, I didn't start out in fashion at all. I was living in Atlanta. I'm originally from Brooklyn. Where um, in Brooklyn? Uh, I'm originally from Park Slope. I'm sorry. But, but <laughs> no, no, <laughs> you know, but listen, but you got to understand. But what you got to understand is this, though, because it's, it's not about, this is, we're not talking about Brook Park Slope in 2018. Yeah, that's a fact. That's we're a talking fact. about Park Slope from the 1980s, where it was like Lincoln Place was. They've, re, they've rezoned or re. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So when I. They call my neighborhood Prospect Heights now, mm-hmm. but it was Park Slope then. But anyway, I lived there from 1980 to 1992. So when I lived in that neighborhood, it was like you didn't leave your block without your friends. You know what I'm saying? It was like you, you, would, you knew that you understood that there's power in numbers because. It was like you you were going into other neighborhoods, and if you weren't familiar with anybody, you might get jumped, you know what I'm right. saying, or whatever. I mean, right. it was just like, this is when Ed Koch was made, when David Dingus was made. It was a different right. New York City. For people who remember the old New York, that's when I lived here. But I digress. We moved to Atlanta. I relocated to Atlanta, went to school down there. And um, when it came to the fashion business, it was like I always had an interest in it. But when I went to college, when I went to school, my I got out. And started a vending business. I had like a hot dog vending business in Atlanta. So I started out as a hot dog vendor. Um, and short end of it is, is, I always had an entrepreneurial mind. But I grew frustrated with the long hours that it required for me to run that business successfully. And, you know, I realized that I made the quintessential mistake that most of us make, which is we do things for money and not because we're passionate about stuff. So, you know, I began thinking, like, well, what am I passionate about what I enjoy doing? 
I remember when I was 21 years old, me and a bunch of friends went to Jamaica for spring break and I designed some t-shirts. And the shirts that I wore on that trip got a really, really dope response. I'm like, yo, I liked that feeling. You know, I always like looking good. I mean, who doesn't like looking good? But I also enjoy Speaking helping of looking people. good, I'm sorry to cut you off. Ladies, if your MCM do not look like Prezi, dump that nigga now, okay? <laughs> this man's skin is clear. His nails are flowing. Listen. He is not regular, okay? No, listen, dump listen. your MCM right now. All right, well, I, I appreciate the love. <laughs> Let him but, go. But but what I'll say is this. Um, facials don't hurt nobody. You know, manicures don't hurt nobody. These are all barbers. These are all good people. You know, we need to know. Like accountants and doctors and dentists. Exactly. And you know? Keep a good barber. You know? Your barber, he definitely graduated <laughs> from surgery school. I like that. I love a clean yeah. line, okay? Dominican bar- I love it. Shout out to the Dominican Barbershop on, uh, on, on Washington and St. John's. Yeah, Yo, I don't trust Albert. no barber he, if he's he, not he, Dominican he, and his pants ain't a little bit too high <laughs> above the ankle. I don't trust him. I feel like no, he, he's too new. No, it should you. Yeah, I feel like you're too new. He gave me the clean shave every time. So he's a, he's a good dude. But but nah, so when it comes to, to the clothes, you know, I was I did that I wore that t shirt in Jamaica, got a really, really great response from people. So like, you know what? I wanna do something that I feel will help others and at the same time I wanna look good. So I began like really studying the business, studying the fashion industry, I should say. Not even the business, more so the fashion industry. I was ordering textbooks from the FIT website, reading from cover to cover. That's like literally studying. This went on for years. That's beautiful. This went on from like two thousand and six to 2008, 2009. And, you know, what ended up happening is I got an opportunity for an internship. Company mm. was based in Brooklyn that went me back to New York, um, interned with the company for about six months. And that opportunity, that experience really gave me the confidence to move forward on my own, recognizing that I, you know, I knew things that I didn't know. And if I didn't know it, I, could, I had the wherewithal to figure it out. And that was pretty much, you know, what got me started. With, That's with, beautiful. In the business. That's beautiful, but I like that you pinpointed the fact that you took the time out to do the research. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, saying? that's one of those things where I think a lot of times we we think that um, things happen overnight, and you know, we've already we already have. Let's just say we have several years under our belt already. You know, and um, when it, I, I've I've omitted some things that I did to prepare, but the point is. The internship was one of them. The textbooks were another. Going to trade shows, sitting in seminars, asking questions. These are things that are becoming valuable when you when you reflect on how you learn things. Because I mean, we don't learn anything in one stage. You know, exactly. we, we, we mastered the English language by using it for years. You know, exactly. What I'm saying? So. And I think that the need for a uh, what is it called? The need for immediate validation is mm-hmm. what's really ruining a lot of our ideas because mm-hmm. we're putting these ideas out on social media today and we want, when we wake up tomorrow, everything to change and a lot of people don't keep their feet planted long enough. You, you're right there. Like, you could be right there, mm-hmm. two inches away from a diamond and you're like, nah, I ain't doing this no more, man. Nobody yeah. care. So I, I always encourage people, you know, keep your feet planted. Um, I'm naturally one of those people that needed to learn that mm-hmm. because I just I knew it was never easy mm-hmm. but if you look at a highlight reel on social media it, it appears so yeah. so I was one of those people that was like can I do this and it turns out man that I can so I, I'm really big on and, I, and I'm so proud that you said that because I always tell people like you know do the research don't worry about it it's gonna come so you know it's it's just really good to see that you you've done that and and look where you've come. You know what I'm saying? Well, That's amazing. Not 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 only that, but I kind of feel like for people who are at home listening to our conversation, I feel like what they should understand is anything you work at, you know, you get better at it over time. 
So whatever that is, you started today, and this time a month from now or six months from now or a year from now, you'll be that much better at it. You'll have that much more experience under your belt. And over time, you know, that's when you see the change. Yeah, so. you're right. You're absolutely right. So, like, um, when you say we, as in your team, who, who who's a part of your team? Um, you know, the, the Prezi, Team Prezi really expands or, or extends, I should say, uh, across several states. Um, mm-hmm. Over the last few years, you know, I've worked with tons of graphic designers, illustrators, photographers, videographers. If I were to put the entire team in a room, there would definitely be over 20 of us in there. That's dope. Um, and the main reason is because many people started out as freelancers, and then it's like as I was growing the, the, the brand and really getting a better understanding of what I wanted to do, you know, people obviously have their own their own vision of what they want for themselves and people go their separate ways or what have you. But the idea is as far as the team is concerned, I mean, obviously Andre is in here right now. He's yeah, big ups to Andre, his photographer. He came in here looking sharper than a a blade, okay? (laughs) Y'all not touching Andre, okay? And his shoes is nice. I don't trust y'all with bad (laughs) shoes. I don't trust it. (laughs) I think it's, I think it's horrible manners. I don't trust it. (laughs) But, but nah, we have, we have people in Rhode Island we have people in Atlanta. We have people, even out in Illinois, you know, that, that have been showing us love, that have been a part of the team for years. That's beautiful. So it's one of those things where it's just nice. We're obviously in New York right now. We're a New York-based brand. Um, so the, the goal is to truly become a worldwide brand. But that right. takes time and takes It's structure. already on the way. Once you put it out there, you just keep playing it. It's coming. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. Can I ask Absolutely. you something? Do, do you curse at all? All the time. Oh, okay, because you don't strike me as the type. You strike me as the type to listen to the album with all the curses edited out. Wow. But you know you can't judge a book. But you, know, <laughs> you know what's so cool though. You know what's so cool though. Uh, it's I, beautiful. I hope, you can do that. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. So, here, truth be told, like I chose to put on. You know, what I'm saying wear what I'm wearing right now. Obviously, people who are at home can't see. Oh I no, no, on, no. But I'm number one. Okay, on answers they can see. Okay. Oh wow. Well, yeah. Now that you've yeah, you don't that, get I there. I, so, so, by so, just so, let me, being let me, as good. Let me let me let me turn this way so y'all can see. Like so the tie. Is actually a, a polo, a Ralph Lauren polo tie. Wow. But the, but but beyond me, you know, bigging up another brand. What I'm saying though is is like, um, when it comes to cursing or be being myself, like I'm always the same person no matter what I have. I can have on a tuxedo, and and and, and you know right. what I'm saying be the most vile, you know, foul mouth person at right. that moment if you come at me the right. wrong way. Exactly. But at the same time, I mean, you know, we we chilling. It's a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've been. I've been, yeah. I've been, I'm, I'm real relaxed, so it's like it's all good, you know. Yeah, it is a beautiful Sunday afternoon. But I hate the, I hate the edited version of anything. Like, good. I want I like the that. rawest. I want whatever you're creating to give it to me in the most rawest form, because to me that's truth. Okay. So, like all that editing stuff is just society's way of saying, oh, we don't want this because, you know, these ears shouldn't hear it. But that's the furthest thing from what's. What all my doing. listeners already know the price just went up. Okay, this man enjoys raw. Cursing, you know I curse a lot. You listen to my show. Well, Shout sure, out to all, yeah, of course. Shout out to all you bitches that your man is wearing a tux and he's cursing at you. Okay, <laughs> we love y'all too. Okay, everybody needs a little bit of love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Biggest to all you bitches. Thank you so much for listening to the show. So, um, what I wanted to ask you is, um, how do you feel about the 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 market? Like. I know everybody, no matter what you do, you're going to experience the fact that if you think you can name five people immediately that will support you, you probably can't name five people that immediately will support you. Mm-hmm. But what do you? What have you found on your journey as is like something that you just weren't expecting about the market? Like me, I could say 
I'm really big with uh, women, uh, I believe over 35. I don't check numbers at all, so I could be wrong. Sure. But it's it's women older than me, and I never expected that. Um, and I'm also really big in, uh, it was women and people, it's people naturally older than me. I never thought that because I'm like, first of all, I curse a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, t- I touch a lot of current events, and I'm like, they probably just like, this is just happening again, but they listen and they love it. Word. And I didn't expect that. And I'm really appreciative. Thank you so much, uh, ladies. I know your man is tired of hearing me, but we going to hear me. I like that. <laughs> but like, what what have you found on your journey that was like, damn, I didn't think that was coming? Well, um, so first off, what I would say is that the message of urban Americana is one that is so inclusive that we end up getting people from all walks of life reaching out to us all the time. Uh, I mean, I've, had people reach out to me earlier this uh, within the last few days, you know, regarding opportunities for modeling, for photography, for for co-branding, for for collaborations. Everybody shooting a shot for modeling. Let me tell you something. I lost a lot of weight. I've been working on my calves. Yeah, okay? listen, Lee. We you gonna need make to it get Lee. The minute you're ready, we gonna make it happen. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, you to need go. to get Lee. I'm out here. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's make Shout it out happen. to all the bitches that's not built like ironing boards. I'm doing it for y'all. Okay. <laughs> you, know, you know. I'm in here for y'all. <laughs> but nah, when it comes to when it comes to surprises, um, you know, I found that. One surprise that just to give you all a little backstory. So the Prezi Prezi USA as the, as the as a company really didn't come around until we had Prezi Menswear, mm-hmm. and Prezi Menswear is how we started. And we ended up I ended up sneaking. I say we, but it was really me, me and and and, and my cojones. So I snuck into the Governor's Ball Music uh, Festival like four years ago, right? And I literally had like those little metal. Uh, not metal, but like I guess they're, I don't know what they're made of. You buy them at like Walmart or, or, or Kmart. You kind of build like a little stand, and you can have them in your house, with like little oh, shelving yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I had that broken down in a bag, in a duffel bag. So I literally went in there with a bag, and I set up a vending stand inside of Governor's Ball. And I was snuck in there. I had no permits. You know, what I mean, I was literally doing my thing. I like that. And I had these hats for sale. The hats that I had were like these black and white American flag. Hats. You know what? I actually have. That's an, dope. An, an My son example, brought me samples. Uh, an example of what I'm Who's talking saying? about. So not only can I, you know, talk black about people it, love a reference. You, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> you know, not only a sample. That's, that's for you. you know what oh I'm saying? wow! So like, Thank so like, you so much. Like, this is what the hat looked like. So wow. like, we went out there to the uh, to the governor's ball. I had this set up, and um, ended up selling like 20 hats before they shut me down. You know, they were like, so I saw somebody on, on a walkie-talkie. They're like, yo, um, yeah, him. And then Get I got ass. surrounded, and next thing you know, <laughs> they kind of escorted me out nice and calmly and what have you. And it was cool. They didn't, like, arrest me, but uh, it could have gone south. I was kind of cool about it, and they let me let a brother slide. But the short end of it is I sold, like, 20 hats. And out of those 20 sales, 19 of them were women. Wow. So I said, okay, you know what? We can't be selling Prezi menswear to women. And, I mean, we could do, like, Prezi women's wear, but that's kind of corny to me. Yeah. So, you know, although the Prezi menswear was envisioned to be a menswear brand, that that experience led me to believe that we need to go unisex. So that was when Prezi USA was born. It was that summer. And wow. um, basically all the clothes that we have are typically marketed to both genders. Now, when it comes to having clothing specifically for ladies, which you asked me about in a text earlier this mm-hmm. afternoon, that's on the way. I have several Damn, ideas Prezi for some Damn, ladies, listen to me. You done blew that, me up. Um, I was trying to surprise somebody. <laughs> Damn. But, you know. It's all right. That's, she that's know who that. she is. I don't fuck with her ass neither, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's something that's on the, on, its, on, the, on the way. But um, that 
experience showed me that from a market standpoint, you know, the market was a lot wider than we recognized. We had right. tons of ladies that wanted to shop with us, and we just we had to begin to um, acknowledge that right. and, and act on it. So we began doing I've that. been seeing a lot of ladies break into uh, women's menswear shows as well, you sure, know what I'm saying, sure. and I'm loving this it. This is true. This I is like true. it. Um, I think I think that that was an amazing move because a lot of menswear across the board goes to women. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I thought it was just like in like lesbian relationships, you mm-hmm, just never get your mm-hmm, shit back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I noticed. Nah, nah, it ain't. It ain't just that. <laughs> women, women, so you know, women, yeah. women like you know a looser fit whenever they in the mood to wear yeah. a looser fit, whether yeah. it's their boyfriend's jacket or his shirt yeah. or whatever he left around the house. You know, yeah. so it's one of those things where you know I definitely understand, and um, that's kind of what led us in that direction. So that was a surprise. Yeah, that's beautiful. And it's over for y'all this summer. This man just gave me this hat, and it's of good quality. I know <laughs> a lot of y'all hats is cheap. Okay, do not stand next to me this summer for a picture. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing this with y'all, okay? I'm not doing this with these $7 hats. I'm not. <laughs> nah, let me chill. Let me chill because I love y'all all. But I think that that's so dope, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I noticed that a lot of the clothing designers that I've met with, it's like, it's not that they capped themselves because everybody, they want to go bigger. Mm-hmm. But I noticed that they didn't realize what you realized as quick as you did. Like, they still like, nah, you know, women can wear it, but this is what I'm in for. And I think that that's cool. But I think where we at right now in fashion, to open it up and be unisex, I think that's more room for opportunity. Because mm-hmm. I, I'm i a woman who only shops menswear. I, I don't I don't even wear women's clothes. And I know a lot of women who are like super feminine and they just always tell me like, nah, menswear just feels better. Mm. Because a lot of women's clothes are made to to hug you in the right places and make you uncomfortable in the right places. Mm, and not everybody wants to be uncomfortable all day. Sure. They already doing it with the shoes. These bitches feet hurt. So you right. I be seeing them walking <laughs> bow legged and they're not even with bow legged. Exactly. Know? I got you. So got like you. I've I've spoken to a lot of women and they like, nah, I wear men's clothes because it fits me better. So mm. I think that the opportunities are crazy for you, and I'm glad you took that that lane. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? So, so like, do you do shows? Have you done any shows? You have All right, so shows as far as, like, what, fashion shows? Yeah. Or shows? Is that uh, something that you do, or do you only so, do, like, pop-ups? So, so, so we've been doing pop-ups as of late. You know, the main thing that we've been really focused on is really letting people find us, and when they find us, then they actually like really, really know what we're about. So what we've been doing a lot of as of late, besides the pop-up shops uh, where I met you, was um, we do a lot of festivals where we're actually out there amongst the people. So a lot of times, you know, I've, within last summer, I think I probably did about six or eight festivals, and I probably met about five or 600 people. So it's like, literally, it's like, I kind of feel like I'm running for president. I'm out here shaking hands and kissing babies and meeting people. But it's one of those things where it matters to me because I want to know who our, who our, who our, uh, who our base, who our customer base is. I want to know who our customers are. I want it to be a situation where, yeah, they know about us and they know our brand story. But at the same time, we know who they are. We stay in contact because in my opinion, you know, becoming, being an independent brand it gives us a certain we we already place in a certain uh we're already in a certain uh place mentally for 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 the customer but to me the shopping experience shouldn't really have to sacrifice because of that so right. i feel like you know us being able to have an understanding of who our customer is and what they need is crucial for us to be able to design better clothing and whether that is me knowing 
Lee needs a size medium in that jacket. Like, what's the first thing I asked you when you came out of the booth? I was like, yo, what size, size. What size do you wear? Yeah. And I knew you didn't know the answer to that question. But the, All right, that, don't that, call that me that out. But no, but no, 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 no. None of us know. None of us know. How many times have we been shopping yeah. online and we look at, you know, a picture, you see a model, and it's like, okay, I don't know what size I wear. Am right. I a medium or am I a large? If the sleeve's too long or whatever. So the idea is I always encourage people to try the clothes on so that way they know and they can say with confidence, I'm this size. So whether they buy it now or right. a year from now, they would know what size that military jacket to wear. I was fascinated that you, you let me try it on and you let me walk away. Because most of the time, you try something on, it's like, no, 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 we going, you need that. I need you to pull your wallet out because you need it. Nah, and I'll be like, yo, you want to fight? No, no, no. I think that people don't understand. Um, people that have that type of mentality don't understand that before you buy something, mm -hmm. once you buy it a hundred times in your mind. Right. So it's like you have to give people an opportunity to get to that 100 times, you know. And it's like, you know, whether it's your conscience talking to you, whether it's you walking by that same store looking at the, the, the mannequin in the window. You know, the idea is you we all shop at our own at our own pace. And we all we, the idea is to be comfortable and be confident in your decision. So it's not about, you know, trying to make a quick buck or trying to make a sale as it is. Just want to give you enough information so that way you can make. A, 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 an educated decision based right. off of what your needs are at this time. You know what I mean? Yeah, see, but you don't get that a lot. So it, it And it's crazy because this is the, the service that I, I crave, and then mm -hmm. when I get it, I'm like, what? Where yeah. is this coming from? Well, I was just so confused it's coming from because us, it doesn't happen. <laughs> it does not happen. So I'm just like, I was just like, why is he being so nice to me? I'm not even buying it today. Like, because I had to, I had to pay my studio bill. No, no, no. And, and, and you so know, I'm like, nah. I just feel like it's one of those things where, if more people understood that, you know, when you treat people right, they notice that nobody's a fool. So they, they, it feels right and it is right. And they support you. And I feel like, you know, if you focus on that as a business model, you'd be a lot more successful than just trying to make a quick buck. Because the minute you focus on a quick buck and the person feels cheated in some kind of way, they have buyer's remorse, you end up in a situation where you just lost that customer, opposed yeah. to keeping that customer for life. And that's yeah. my goal, you know, to be able to say, okay, you know, what does Lee need, you know, six months from now? What does Lee need next winter? You know what I mean? What can we do to bring somebody else into the fold who is a friend of Lee's who saw her wearing that cool jacket that she got from us. You know what I mean? Like, what, yeah. what do they need? You know, that's, yeah. that's where we're focused. Yeah, and Lee travels a lot, and Lee don't like wearing stuff that other people wear aside from Jordan. So, yeah, <laughs> Lee gonna need a lot of stuff. Don't worry. Because it's, it's like, keep you yo, for sure. like, for sure. I was really stuck on that, and I was telling uh, Mitch from Fifth Elements, I'm like, son, he's mad nice. And he's like, nah, yeah, I went over there, and I'm, I'm buying one. I don't care. <laughs> and then his Mitch cousin, yeah, his cousin came, and I see his cousin trying to green one, so I'm like, no, 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 come on, come on, no, that, son. That was, don't that do was, that. That was funny. Yeah, was like, funny. I had to come over there. I'm like, listen, was, I don't care if I don't have it today and you have it. Like, you don't buy getting, that you're today. You're not getting the media joint. You're not Either it you wait till I leave <laughs> or you don't buy it today. And I'm sorry, but it, just, it, can't, it can't happen right now. Because I'm like, nah, I need that. And, and the jacket is so fire. Wait till y'all see me with this jacket and I'm not tagging nothing because mind y'all business. No. <laughs> Let me stop. I don't like people that do that. Tell me where you got it from. All right? you got to do is just tag. Just tell me where you got it. Crazy USA. You just tag. I mean, listen, they're not going to be, they probably not going to be able to get it because of just how exclusive it is. Yeah, once but sleep by it, it's if over. If they can't get what you have, they might be able to get something like it. Yeah. Something nice like yeah. it. You know, Crazy USA is how they would find it. Yeah, it's 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 crazy though because that, that is what stuck with me. Even today, like, I'm like, damn, so I got a stuff to do. Nah, give me my jacket. Like, because it's like, 
it's like yo that you that's rare that's a gem you know what i'm saying and and when because we're in these independent businesses we have to always hold on to things like that even me like mm -hmm. i represent my business you know what i'm saying my my literal face is my cover art sure. for the show so i i'm used to not really thinking too much and just saying what I feel, but just like everything else, there's pros and there's cons. So I've learned that I have to not only think about it, but I have to kind of play it out first. Like, mm -hmm. yo, okay, so now if this was me and it was a business, would I agree with that? No, then I can't say it that way. I deliver a lot of things in in a funny manner because it comes out better mm -hmm. because I'm naturally, I naturally have the face of a pit bull. And if I'm not smiling, you think I'm angry. So I notice I have to make sure that I'm, I'm very welcoming. Sure. Sometimes I have to overwelcome because I naturally have a resting bitch face. And I mean, I love it, but you can't, you can't go where I'm going mm -hmm. just being plain face like that. So I think that you're, you're, you've got it. You got it. Like, well, I appreciate it. Yeah, you. whatever I mean, it is, people tell me I have it, but I think you have it. No, no. We, not saying that I don't we have, have it. We have it. Yeah, that? exactly. Because it's not like, <laughs> I, I really want to put it out there like, you know, that it that we're talking about, which is really the mark of success, is something that anyone can have. So it's like something that we both have. We both understand that, you know, we had to make changes to become yeah. successful. And we're in the process of doing that, and people are witnessing it. Witnessing it. So um, have you, you ever worked in retail? Yeah, I did, but that was like when I was probably like fifteen, like sixteen years old. Wow. I haven't worked in retail in a very long time. That's a beautiful shout thing. out to the Gap in in, in Lenox Mall in Atlanta, summer of '96. I was you. at the Gap folding folding denim and oh, Good and also shout out to uh, now defunct Bridges Great Outdoors. It was a company that was out of um, D.C. I believe, and they had a location in um, in Lenox Mall as well. And I worked there for about a year. And it was kind of cool because me and my homeboy, the funny story is um, we wanted to work there. And literally, it was like we would go into this place every day for like weeks looking for an app, like trying to turn a job application. Like, are you guys hiring today? Are you guys hiring today? Are you guys hiring today? <laughs> this is before you were filling out applications online. Like nowadays, it'd be like, yo, go on to the, web to the website, fill it out, and we'll get back to you. But no, back then, you would go into a store if you wanted a job. They would peel off the application from the actual application stack. Right. You would fill it out and submit it, and then, you know, you maybe get an interview. So after about three weeks of us going in there every single day, like consistently, one of us going in or both of us going in the same day asking for a job, the manager tried to give us an interview. He literally interviews at the same time. He sat in between us. We were both like 16, 17 years old. He sat in between us and said, hey, so how would you handle a situation? And he turns to his left and asks me. And then he turns to his right and asks my homeboy, how would you handle a situation? And we went on like that for about 20 minutes. Said, you know what? You guys are hired. And That's he dope. didn't even have a job for us. He was like, he made a job. He's like, you know what? You guys are gonna be you're not you're not y'all are not y'all not salesmen, y'all are not stockroom clerks, you guys are gonna be stockers. Y'all like Stock, like y'all, like doctors for the stock room. So basically, wow. we, were, we were like stock room clerks. We yeah. would bring our clothes, but he made us feel good. He gave us a job, and eventually, that ended up growing into us becoming sales reps for the floor. And um, that was like my last experience in retail, but it was a meaningful one. Yeah, you gotta hold on to people like that. Big ups to uh, Mario, my old manager. I worked at Journeys for like two weeks. Journeys on 34th Street. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm known to quit jobs, but this was different, right? I uh, met Mario in Soho at Journeys with my friend. We had done a group project, and okay. we went in there. And I not, like he came in. He was just like, "Hey, how y'all doing? What's up? What you looking for?" And I'm like, "This man is mad loud. Move!" And then my friend was like, "Yo, y'all hiring? Cause I I want to work like, but I want to work closer to home." Mm -hmm. And he was like, "Yeah, sure. Like, why you want to work here?" And I I just had so much product knowledge about sneakers. I'm like, "Yeah, I collect shoes and stuff." And then 
I can't be serious for too long. So we just end up talking, <laughs> making him laugh. And he took my number, and I'm just like, whatever, you front. Text me that day. He's like, yeah, you, uh, you got a job. Um, I just need you to do your paperwork. And I'm like, well, she wanted to work there. I don't want to work there. I'm mm. like, I work at Nike, and I, I'm in school. Yeah. And he waited a whole year. And I was like, all right, cool. I quit Nike. I'm graduated from school. And he was like, yeah, you got a job. And I came in for what he told me was a formal interview. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you did your interview when I met you. And I did my papers. And, you know, I always big him up because it was around Christmas he hired me. And two weeks after Christmas, I was like, I just want to get my family some stuff. Yeah, yeah, you got to get a job just <laughs> yeah. for the season, you know? But um, I knew, like, I had my camera. I'm like, yo, I'm a photographer. And he was like, listen, like, I want you to do what makes you happy. Sure. And whenever you need a job, you have one. Like, mm-hmm. if you need a check, come in for two weeks. Sure. And... I was just never there because I was getting booked. And he texted me one day and was like, you know, you inspire me because you just chase your dreams no matter what. Like, I know you got mad bills. I know you ain't doing nothing. Sure. And he was like, I'm going to quit and I'm going to start a food truck. And Mario don't work at Journeys no more, so big up to Mario. Oh, wow. Yeah. But I've never had nobody do that for me. Like, he let me be on the payroll and never work. Like, he was oh, like, you nah, Mario, you're doing you, you something. You got Mario fired from Journeys. Look at you. <laughs> he got fired. Listen, nah, nah my son my son was bringing in his salads. He was selling them at the store. Word? I always came in, yeah, to buy one. And so he was like, yeah, but he was like, you inspired me. I'm like, bro, you inspired me to just be a good person. Like, well, you know, it's cool for people to inspire each other right. and not feel any kind of way about it. And I think right. that that's something that f- from a level of our collective consciousness, it'd be nice if we can go there. Yeah. Because it's like, everything doesn't have to be a competition. I mean, it's competition, but everything doesn't have to be I a mean, competition. I, I mean, I guess it's competition. I just don't see nobody else. I don't really... Well, no, no, no. I mean, obviously, you know what I'm saying, you're your own competition. You're your own worst critic. But I'm talking about as far as, like, the mentality of it being an us-against-them kind of thing. Like, a lot of times, you could notice somebody doing something, and you could actually be inspired by them, and it's cool to yeah. Take I used to be one of those people that get mad, like yo, you, cause I had somebody, I had people take my ideas, and I'm like, yo, you corny for that, cause I blatantly did that. But it's mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm very, I'm very grateful that you were inspired by something that I did. Um, well, hold up, I think there's a difference between somebody biting off of you and being inspired. No, I've had people do both. I've had mm-hmm. people blatantly take. Well, I, ain't ideas no, I ain't got no love from for like no a biters. meeting. I ain't got no love for no biters. I, but I, nah. I've had people take blatant ideas from a meeting and go Word. do it. Wow. And I mean, I love them too because at the end of the day, I'm I'm a conceptualist. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Don't keep creating. Just credit the idea person because I have a thousand more. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You probably need a, a few more meetings. I got a thousand more. I'm fine. And I've had people do stuff inspired by what I've done, and, sure. and I think that's great. I also, I think it's amazing, and I encourage it. I also just don't care. I just feel like. Nothing really is new. We just have to take a new take on it. So mm-hmm. I, I'm with that. So do whatever you need. Uh, shout out to everybody that stole one of my ideas. I'm so grateful for you guys. <laughs> Either way, people have seen what I was thinking. So, you know, it's a win-win. I can't lose. But uh, um, do you fully work for yourself now? No, no, no. I have a, okay. I have a part-time job. And, as long um, as it's um, part-time. Well, listen. I mean, listen. You are who you are all the time. So, right. you know, a lot of times it took me a while to kind of begin introducing myself as Prezi rather than just as my first and last name, Chassard Walters. But it was one of those things where, you know, um, it really became a large part of my identity. So that's right. why that's where that came from. And there was also people calling me that. It wasn't me calling myself that. So that's where that came from. Me just being out. That's and amazing. About I like when people who don't name like themselves. Nah, like, I'm a person on. who named themselves. <laughs> I, I mean, for me, for me, I hate was, bitches like me. <laughs> For me, it was less about that. But but what I'm saying though is is when it comes to um, when it when it when it comes to 
being out here, you know, I really want people to um, understand that, you know, the Prezi, uh, oh, sorry, the, the, the part-time job, the people who they, I work with, they see what I'm doing with Prezi and they're supportive. So it's really, really dope to be able to be at a place where who I am, who I want to be, looks the same to other people. Right. So it's like, I believe firmly that when you are who you are and you are what you are, the world will get out of your way. It will, they will make a way for you. Oh, absolutely. So literally I've left places that I didn't feel comfortable being, who I, being myself, and I found places where they accepted me for who I am and what I'm doing. And that's pretty much why I'm able to do what I'm doing right now. I do have a part-time job, mm -hmm. but I'm focused on Prezi all the time. So even when I'm at that part-time job. Oh, that's you me. Know what I, mean? I had to quit my job because it was like all I do is show work. It's not like I do what y'all telling me to do. <laughs> it's not even like I'm even working. So easy money is cool, but it's also boring and it's time-consuming and it makes my life miserable. So. You and then, know, you know, you, the whole talk about money and people talking about doing things for money versus doing things. I mean, we all have bills to pay. So I'm not saying neglect your responsibilities. But what I'm saying, though, is, is sometimes it's better to get paid less if you're in an environment that's supportive of you pursuing your dreams. So, that is so true. I made, I made more last year. I'm happier now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I still do whatever I want to do. The universe really loves me, man. I'm God's favorite child because <laughs> I just be out here doing whatever I say I'm going to do, mm. not even knowing how. I never think about the how. I just say I'm going to do it. And then the how just comes, you know what I'm saying? It just comes along the way. So that's a beautiful <laughs> thing. But, like, um, where, first of all, tell the people what your price ranges are like. I know everybody's shopping on a budget, you know what I'm uh, saying? I mean, Fashion it, Nova about to launch a men's line. You in trouble. Listen, <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to prices, it depends on what you want to get. I mean, if you go to the if you go to prezyusa.com right now, what you'll see are the military anoraks, which are actually priced around $100. I mean, the the reason why they're priced at that price point is because you know, we want people to get out there and try the clothes on and know what they're knowing what we're working with. You know what I mean? So it's like we wanted it to be at a price that wasn't too uh, pricey. We didn't want it. But you still got to make these clothes. Guys, well, yeah, y'all got to yeah, think yeah, about but, this, but man. No, but here's the thing. To answer your question about price ranges, uh, the reason why it depends on what you're getting is because on the site right now, you'll see we have a windbreaker jacket, which is like 50 bucks. We have the military anorak, which is around $100. There's a polo shirt that's on the website right now. It's probably like 40 or 50 bucks. Uh, you know, and we have a few other pieces up there. It just depends on what you're getting. Like, as an example, if we were to make an, a very, very limited item, I mean limited like three pieces, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, then it's going to be more expensive than something that we make that has... 50 pieces or 100 pieces, just because it's a law of supply and demand and basic economic principles. So, you know, what I try to do is make sure that what we're putting out there makes sense because right. of not only where it's coming from, you know, we produce clothes in this country and outside of this country. You know, our goal is to wow. become a, 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 an international brand that has production capabilities in other parts of the world besides you know one not just be confined to one place so it's like when it comes to it depends on where we're making the clothes it depends on how many pieces we're making it depends on the material the clothes are made from all of those things factor into the price this is how i feel when it comes to prices and i could be jaded because uh i know that i'm, I'm about to really get crazy with, with myself as a brand and i'm about to put out crazy stuff i just feel like you don't go in louis vuitton ask louis vuitton for a discount you don't mm -hmm. ask him why 
a damn scarf is $400. You don't <laughs> ask his ass that. Mm-hmm. Don't ask nobody that. Because you're paying for his name. You're paying mm-hmm. for Louis' name. You're paying for his production process. And you're really just paying because there's somebody out there that's going to pay it so he knows he can leave it. So I feel like when, you, when you're you dealing with these independent businesses, especially these up-and-coming businesses, we, we have to be very careful about how we how we word our confusion or how we present our not 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 doubt but like our i'm not i'm blanking on the word but you know how you have that that buyers that that voice in your head like ah do i need it because i got this to do mm-hmm. we have to be careful about how we present that outwardly inside your head okay i get it because i experienced the same thing but you can't just be like well it's a hundred dollars and then i've witnessed people be like oh well I got fifty dollars for you right now. You can't do that because you wouldn't bargain like that in Louis V. And I get it. That's like a black thing, and we even do it when it's cologne and stuff. But it's different. Well, well, you know, first off, I don't think it's a black thing. I think that if you go into any any uh, metropolitan area anywhere in the world, if you that's go right, to the call these white people out. <laughs> you go, no, no. You go to the Middle East. I'm sure you know there's some kind of Arab bazaar where people are you know bartering and trying to figure yeah. out. Okay, well you want this, you want that for that price. I want that scarf as well, but I want to pay you this price. So let's not make it a black thing. Let's just make it an economics thing. And people want to stretch their money as far as it'll go. So you know, I understand somebody having questions about why something is a price but at the same time once you have all the information then that's the answer the price is the price is the price now if we want to talk about you know what business expenses you have that warrant that price we could talk about the price of shopping bags we could talk about the price of photo shoots talk about the price of fashion shows and things that nobody ever pays for but the brands pay for in order to present themselves to the people so everything has a cost but the question and the answer can really be stated in the same conversation. And once it's done, it's like, okay, well, then that's your answer to the question of why it costs right. what it costs. Now, the question is, do you want it? Yeah, because if you want it enough, you're going to get it. That's how you know it always saying? is, isn't it? Well, you, yeah, you, Michael want, Jordan don't lower his prices. They want, and they get what they See, want. damn sure don't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so in three years, and I like three because three is just an amazing number. Things come in threes. All my blessings come in threes. Um, where where is Prezi in three years? Well, in three years, what I really want to do is more of what we've already done, but just to be focused on becoming more consistent. Mm-hmm. So what we've already done is we've already created a brand story, which is the story of urban Americana. You know, um, historically, the idea of Americana has always been presented in a whitewashed and waspy kind of way. And, you know, we say, okay, when it comes to that, suburban Nantucket white picket fence Mm -hmm. lifestyle if you don't really relate to that if you don't see yourself depicted in those images you know urban Americana is more of a unifying message for us we want to take that concept and share it with more people you know the urban Americana concept is more inclusive you know we recognize that despite ethnicity gender sexual orientation we can celebrate our common interests of being ambitious and pursuing success we want to take that message and bring that message to more people so really the focus is just connecting with more people with that message. That's dope. That's dope. Um, I need you to drop the skincare routine because niggas need to know. <laughs> we know, uh, how we about know you this? out here drinking how about, water. How about this? How about this, though? It starts with H2O is your friend. How about that? Of course. We're going to start with that. I've been trying to tell okay? them. Okay? H2O, water is your friend. Drinking water every day is one of those things where start the morning off with drinking some bottled water. Right. You know, 
it's like it's no problem to it's never a bad time. You know what I mean? A lot of times you might be thirsty and you need some water and you don't even know because we wasn't we weren't raised to be like, yo, let me get some let me get some water to drink. You know, I was right. drinking Kool-Aid, I was drinking orange juice or apple juice or whatever it was in that was in the house. You know what I mean? I was from RC Projects, I was drinking bathroom water. I used to get my ass beat for that too. <laughs> You should have been getting your ass beat Yo, for that. I was getting my ass Bathroom beat for that. My wilding. mother was like, you ain't going nowhere. I'm like, ma, it's good. <laughs> so it was something about the bathroom sink. Uh-huh. I wouldn't drink from the kitchen, uh-huh. only the bathroom sink. And it's crazy now because, I mean, you know, price went up. I can't drink bathroom sink. <laughs> okay, I need a centia, okay? No, you're funny. I need, I need my skin to be like, yes, I'm quenched. You're funny. You're funny. But yeah. no, nah, but one but one thing I will mention though that a lot of times we don't think about beyond the basics of drinking water or washing our face day and night is the foods that we eat. You know, a lot of times Absolutely. the foods that we eat have a lot to do with, you know, our skin is an organ and it reacts to stuff like that. So, you know, whether it be cutting back on the fried foods, you know, baby eating cutting more. back on fast food too. Oh my god. Chill well, with yeah, that. yeah, yeah, Chill yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, that. listen, listen. I mean, the fast food thing is something that we all if you from any hood environment, you are very familiar with it. And it's something that you have to figure out how to detach yourself from it. Right. But what I would say is begin by looking into doing your research on other types of foods. So you give yourself more information so you have more options so you can eat other things so instead of it being i'm eating fast food five or six days a week maybe you cut down to like three days a week and you you you, you put the other you put other types of food you know i'm saying Mm -hmm. on those other days home cooked is always better than the fast food thing but um the main thing is information i feel like the more you know social media really messed us up with that because i mean i've even been victim we just get so lazy the phones get smarter and we just get dumber you know what i'm saying (laughs) like like siri could do anything but Siri ain't pointing us in the right direction because we're not using it properly so I've noticed um I've even had to hold myself accountable like it's like oh well I could find something real quick on my phone but I'll never take the time out to find okay let me find something that's quick mm-hmm. but something that can sit with my body something that like I know now because I started like eating cleaner and I mm-hmm. lost a lot of weight my body reacts differently to Popeyes as it did. That five dollar box used to be hitting. Mm. That's that. No after effects. You know, so on the train headed over here, this girl was sitting <laughs> next to her homeboy. He was, she was eating some Popeyes, and I was like, man, she's killing that, killing that biscuit. She's killing that, you know, <laughs> that 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 original. Oh or no, it was God. a spicy recipe, you know. But but the thing is, like, you know, honestly, with the with the Popeyes. Like, I used to really, really, like, be a big, big, big fan Y'all of Popeye's. Y'all used to eat a dozen show. of biscuits, no Bev. I know I'm uh, being judged. My oh, thing, my God. My thing, my thing was I was just going in and get, like, two mild thighs. I knew that the biscuit came in the box, See, so I was good with that. And, nah, I, I kind of cut back on it to the point where I do. I still enjoy Chick-fil-A, but I don't really do, like, the fried. I can't eat there no way. They don't like gay people, so. Oh, uh, you know, yeah. you know, so crazy. So it's funny because I said that right, like I can't. Not, <laughs> no, 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 no. I just play. I do a little yeah, bit. Yeah. No, no. I remember I had a friend of mine in Atlanta. This is like a few years back when they came out with that, and um, she was like, "Yeah, I can't, I can't rock with them because." And I'm like, "Wow." I've never had it to begin with, but my uh, my co-host she she's another gay person, and mm-hmm. she was like, she was av- like big on Chick Fil A, and she mm-hmm. was like, "They don't like gay people." And I mean, I just feel like you know. I look crazy supporting you if you don't support me. That was the only thing. I've never had it though, so yeah, well, it's not I mean, like listen, I'm. Listen, I can't right. miss it. Fuck them dudes. You yeah, to, you have to like. I eat can't miss food. it. Like, but like, I had to cut back on Popeyes too. I was always in it. They know me by name in there, mm. by my house. But I had to chill, and I noticed like 
my skin reacts so differently. When I mm-hmm. cheat and I eat Popeyes, mm-hmm. I know I got a pimple coming. Mm-hmm. That's why my ass stay away from Popeyes because I'm doing too good <laughs> to be having pimples. I'm listen, taking too listen, many listen. pictures mm-hmm. for some pimples. I'm good. I'm good. But I, I I did notice like it is what you put in your body. Even like just my stamina. I'm 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 out here running and beating my mouth time and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I notice when I do eat bad, getting back is is harder. Yeah. It's, it's harder. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But we we don't we're not. We're not thinking about what we're doing to our body. We're straining our body. All that anything is possible every weekend. That shit is wild. You gotta chill. You well, gotta relax. Listen, listen. Um, I, I will say this: no matter how you look at it, everything that we do has consequences. So whether it's what you eat or you know other lifestyle choices that we make, you gotta be ready to pay the price. So it's like, just my main thing is is it's less about telling people what to eat and what not to eat. It's more like, yo, just find out more info. Just do your research. Look into other types of food to eat. Right. Look into other cuisines. Just add it to your repertoire. Right. If nothing more, you'd be more, you know, uh, interesting individual. You know what I'm saying? Learn how to use some chopsticks and eat some Japanese food or, or I don't know, you know, eat, you know, try other cuisines. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think that what people will see is there's a big world out there that you probably haven't been exposed to for whatever reason, maybe it was because of how you came up, but we live in the information era. It's the information age. There's no nothing stopping you from learning about what you don't know. That's it's just how right. small and how close-minded you are. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, so. Stop standing in your own way, yo. Find out what you're putting in your body and stuff. You know, because y'all skin ain't glowing like this, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and it's just a beautiful thing to be in a room with a man who's glowing. Like, you look like one of the, uh, the golden eggs from Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory. You look good. You <laughs> listen, look listen, blessed. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like a flyly, <laughs> a, 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 a really, really fly dressed, you know, yeah. saucy, you know, <laughs> dressed. Yeah, you dude. look blessed. And, and we love blessed people. So what you could do, you could tell the people where they could find you. You know what I'm saying? Remind them of that. Absolutely. So if you're on Instagram, if you're on Facebook, if you're on the internet, go to Prezi, P-R-E-S-I-U-S-A. If you go to the website, PreziUSA.com, you'll find everything. That's our flagship store. If you're on Instagram, as I mentioned, PreziUSA. If you're on Facebook, PreziUSA. You can't miss it. I pulled up your website, and I think it's a beautiful website. And uh, I, I want y'all to add me on Instagram because I think your motto is a very handsome man. Uh, but I think that you're missing something, and I think it's me. So make sure y'all add me because I'm about to start modeling, okay? I'm about to build my portfolio. I like it. You know I like me? it. I mean, yeah, of course. That's, that sounds like a plan right there. Yeah, good-looking Lee and Prezi, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's collaboration. They don't call me good-looking for no reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh Thank you so much, guys, for listening. You know, I'm so grateful. I'm always thanking y'all. Y'all are amazing. Uh yeah, yo, do you have any events that you want to plug? You got anything coming up? Well, I mean, what I would say is this. Everybody that's out there on social media, especially on Instagram, go to the at Prezi USA page and follow it because we post everything there. We also post it on our website. But obviously, the Instagram is really where it's at as far as people seeing on the, on the go stuff. Obviously, mm-hmm. we'll post it on Twitter as well. But following us on social media is the best way to stay in the loop of any events that we have going on in the near future. That's dope. That's dope. It's been amazing having you. Thank you so much uh, for meeting me. Thanks for having us. I really appreciate yeah, you course. inviting us out to this. Yeah, of course, man. I'm really big on uh, standing by my word. If I say it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Well, listen, you know, being, being impeccable with your word is one of the four agreements. Absolutely. And I just and finished reading the book. Listen, you know so like, so it's, it's so cool that we're talking about Don Miguel Ruiz's four mm-hmm. agreements. Like, 
these are things that I want to share with people so that way people can understand that it's like the success that we're talking about is something that anyone can have. It's Absolutely. a matter of what you principles. You can't have mine, though. It's a matter, <laughs> <laughs> it's a matter of what you, yeah. what you believe in, you know? Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? I always tell people, change your mind, change your life. And I really mean that because that's what I did for myself. I changed mm-hmm. my mind and I changed my life. I decided I was going to be an amazing person. And mm. look at me. I'm an amazing person. And I look amazing. So this has been amazing. Thank you all for listening. Thanks it's Mega looking Lee and I'm signing out. Peace.